This summer, sports people can't escape the heat, can they? Particularly at the Australian Open. Soaring temperatures late last week. And, of course, even in Sydney town tonight, although it's closer to the coast and to the west, the SCG would be pretty warm, wouldn't it? Our cricketers felt the heat definitely in the fifth test. In uh, fact, the head of the MCC World Cricket Committee, a bloke called John Stevenson, said it would have been a quote-unquote PR nightmare if play was suspended. Well, I hope that the PR nightmare did not play a role in the continuance of the match despite temperatures hitting record-breaking levels in Sydney. Let's not forget poor old Joe Root, who hit the wall somewhat, didn't he? I don't know how you tell when it's too hot. I really don't. I don't know what sports administrators do to come up with a position there, but I want to have a chat to Sam Chalmers from the University of Sydney. He knows a lot about this, and he's on the line. Um, Or is it Western Sydney University, doctor? Can you correct me? Yes, hello. Yeah, it is uh, Western Sydney University. Okay. Um, And, yes, thanks for having me on. Not at all. Western Sydney University, just want to make that clear. So, Sam, uh, is, is there a temperature? Is there one point? Is there a number on the, on the thermometer where we should be saying, right, oh, tills down off the park? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Um, there, there isn't really. the. Um, we, we need to be taking into consideration more than just ambient temperature. Um, I guess a fact that many people may not realise is that the ambient temperature is commonly reported in in weather reports is actually taken in the shade. There are three other key uh, factors which need to be taken into uh, account as well. We're we're looking at humidity, uh, wind, and the effect of solar radiation, so just the effect of the sun on the body. So it's not just a matter of taking in just ambient temperature, but looking at these other three factors as well. Now, is there one instrument, I think we used to have in the old days, when I say that I mean the 70s or the 80s, we used to have the weather wall that Tony Gregg used to uh, display to all and sundry on the television. Do we have some instrument that allows us to take all this into account and come up with, for want of a better expression, player comfort? There, yeah, there are a few tools which attempt to do this. Um, we, we, we have, a, I guess, a lack of consensus as to which is the best tool to use. Probably the most uh, commonly used tool which has been around for well, since the 50s um, is the wet bulb globe temperature, uh, which is utilised by uh, many sporting organisations to, to help make the decision as to when play should be cancelled. But to now, uh, we don't have a consensus on the precise tool, which will be always the best tool we should be using, but the four factors we talked about before are really the the four key factors we need to be taking into account. So surely we, we should, shouldn't we gather all uh, sporting bodies, and I suppose you have one in winter and one in summer, but we need to get these people in a room and come up with a figure, don't we, or at least a, a guideline that is universal across all sports. I mean, even in the area of horse racing, I note in the last uh, couple of weeks, authorities there, so concerned about the welfare of the horse, start uh, their meetings much earlier in the day rather than run them in the, you know, the afternoon sun. Seems to me that they have a better grasp on the effect of heat than perhaps uh, those who control sports in which humans compete. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting point. Um, we're, I guess we're, we're fast gathering scientific evidence as to uh, the thresholds which should govern cancellation or which should govern factors such as moving the event to earlier parts in the day. Uh, we've seen 
a real increase in, in the in the amount of science that's been directed in this area in the in the last few years. So although we're not at the point yet, we are moving towards that point. It's especially important in Australia where we are getting hotter and longer summers, and a, and this you know, the, the weather affects all sports, but particularly uh, the sports we're seeing right now, the cricket. Uh, the tennis, which has been both have had uh, issues over the last week, and even newer competitions such as the uh, the AFL Women's League, which will be running in February and March. Mm. These, are, these are examples of sports which will be threatened by uh, by the weather, and um, which, yeah, well, I, I guess the bottom line is we're we're getting towards that stage. Policies we're getting more evidence to build evidence based policies. Uh, is there anything that um, happened in the last week or so with the cricket where? Uh, you would say they probably shouldn't have taken to the field. Yeah, it's a, a yeah another interesting question. Um, I wasn't on the field to see to see the exact. Uh, yeah, but you had the captain of England hospitalised. What more evidence do you want? Uh, yeah, indeed. Um, there there is a bit of uh, individual variability um, amongst the players. Um, so obviously. It was an issue that uh, perhaps affected Joe more than some of the other players, but I dare yeah. say those conditions which were uh, on the field at that time were, would have been quite close to to, um, to cancellation or to, to modification levels. But I guess now, with the professionalism of sport, it, it's really important that we do have heat policies which, are, um, which protect players, so that is really important. But organisations are also under pressure from... Sponsors to maintain uh, the the attendance and to maintain the event in the timetable. So it's finding the, the right balance. Um, but yeah, we, it's certainly important that we we uh, keep developing policies which adequately protect players. And is there an argument that I mean we do talk about the players because they're the ones who would be often um, stressing their bodies. But is there not an argument that that might, for example? fit the word spectator into it? At what point do we say, right, oh, we've got to shut the doors, we don't want to bring people in here when it's 43, 44 degrees? Some might choose not to go, hopefully, but there'll be others who will just go along. Isn't there also a need to look at the implications for spectators? Yes, indeed, yeah. Um, with this, uh, that's, I guess that comes down to, uh, to the organisations and um, I guess we trust them to to make the right decisions and to act ethically in this in this matter. Um, so, yeah. Good to talk. Thank you, Sam, very much indeed. Excellent. Thanks.